You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. It is indeed. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network for this Sunday, January 16th of 2022. From the com studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And over there waiting patiently in the wings, over there in Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower. It is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've had a fantastic week. We trust you've kept warm this week. Uh, here in the greater metropolitan area, last night when I went to bed, it was 12 degrees. That's one, two. That's plus the wind chill factor it was right around one. I don't know how people do this. But anyway, we're here. It's Sunday morning. John Shannon is uh, rubbing his eyes as if he's trying to in, intimidate and initiate or uh, insinuate, that's the word I'm looking for, insinuate that I am some kind of a crybaby. No, sir, I miss the warm weather. Okay, let's be done with this. You're from Minnesota, eh? I lived in South Florida for 35 years. I miss my warm weather. Thank you very much. <laughs> How long you been back in New York now? Not long enough, apparently. Not long enough. It's uh, February 1st. It'll be three years, and I'm still whining about the cold. Uh, we uh, we were dangerously close to reopening the tower this week, but uh, a sudden a sudden burst of activity, uh, renovations on the, uh, on the personal living quarters here at the Executive Tower necessitated us pushing back. We were dangerously close dangerously close to opening the full tower not to the public yet but for full operations could be a week or two john that's a beautiful thing meanwhile i've just been sitting here <clears throat> convalescing here for the last uh week i'm getting ready to actually uh dip my toe back into uh, the work world starting monday but i have been literally doing nothing uh, short of sitting around the house putting my uh, putting my leg up uh, just trying to just trying to make sure everything is ready to go this this was I, I tell you something I I've been lucky to the extent where I haven't had a lot of 
major what I'd call aches and pains and what have you, you know, probably the worst was at one point in time was when I blew out my ACL and was dealing with my, the following knee surgery and Jesus, that's been 30 years plus ago since I've had to deal with that. I tell you, this case is cellulitis. Now this is the second time I've picked up cellulitis, cellulitis in the last seven years. It is nothing, nothing to play around with. I'm telling you, it is one of the most painful things that you ever, I, 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 I've, I've never had shingles, thank God, but, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't, uh, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. John, I have a question about your condition. You say you have a case of, cell, of cellulitis, right? Yes. Now, why would you go with a full case? Why don't you start with a six-pack or even a single? Why go hey, full bore? Uh, I'm telling you, I've, I've always been there. You're lucky I didn't pick up the whole keg. <laughs> I, well, how long have you known me now to know that I don't do anything half-assed? No, you don't. Well... I know something that's going to make you feel a whole lot better. Oh, I can hardly wait. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by, man, I feel better than John. Uh, we're close the week at $41.51 down. The exact amount of last week, 42 cents. Lift closed the week at 41.26, down a dollar 47. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Man, it feels good to be able to get up and walk around. I finished that early too. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah, you'd be surprised how much you take that for granted. Yeah. Uh, by the, by the way, that's no joke. Uh, Uber closed the week exactly the same number as last week, 42 cents down. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're both they're, they're both losing money. So anyway, so here we are. It is Sunday. Uh, we got a lot of football to talk about in hour two, and we'll get to that in hour two. There's a bunch to talk about. Uh, somebody's back to oh, his yes. cheat. Somebody's back to his cheating ways, and we'll get to that. Oh, all way. All an hour. Gerald agrees with me. What can I say? It's uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? But what, what, Gerald's done fried a couple of microchips. To tell you, <laughs> I'm looking at some of his picks here, uh, how he manages to stay in the fray, I'll never know. It's shocking. I have a surprising, surprising reveal about my personal picks throughout the season. I was shocked when I finally looked at it. But anyway, again, we'll get to all of that in hour two. And there's a lot to talk about as we as we enter the postseason here. Well, we're already in it, and uh, you know, uh, again, we'll talk about last night's games. Blah blah blah. Now, young young Mister Shannon, I spent the day yesterday, besides doing the renovation work here at the Palatial Executive Towers. Mm-hmm. But then, then I I managed to bust into the temporary production studios to put together today's show. Where would you like to begin, sir? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll let you pick. How's that sound? Well, That's I mean, nice. do you? Have, well, before we go into the videos and whatnot, do you have anything on your mind? Let's see. Your leg is feeling better. Uh, you're wearing a crappy old hat. How would you like a new hat? How would you like a, a brand new uh, taxi stand or hat? 
Well, just say yes. I would love that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, I would absolutely love that. Well, well, there's a way you can do it. As a matter of fact, anybody out there, there's a way that you can do it. Just uh, go to the webpage, look up, record a station ID, uh, follow along there. Any questions, email or text us or uh, get a hold of us through the Twitter and uh, record a promo for us and we'll send you a bright, shiny, never been touched by human hands except for me. Now, John, John's pointing at the old model, this. Yeah. What I'm wearing is, don't get me wrong, the old model is classic. We love the old model, but the new one is, it's, uh, yours is all busted up and old and busted. This is the new and hip. What can I say? So anyway, so we got that going on. That's a, that's a, you want a hat? We ask very little of you. Uh, and by the way, you don't have to have a, a, uh, radio voice to, no. to cut. Just, we don't just want that. Yourself. We don't want that. Just be yourself. God knows Ed and I don't have radio voices, hey, especially now. now. Radio TFI. You found Radio TFI. I couldn't cut anything sounding like that these days. Probably for the last (laughs) month, my voice has gone somewhere that I just sounds. That's the other thing. We we need fresh promos for 2022. I mean, we have some classics where we'll always keep playing. And uh, we we had a, a friend of the show. Record some very nice ones for us. Uh, she she did a great job. John is so good. John thought it was one of the computer ones. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, how would I know? How how would I know that you actually were able? This this poor young lady, who all she's trying to do is do do a jo- do her job, do her little thing there, and no, no, before before taps her on the shoulder and says, wait, 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 hey, would you mind doing me a favor? Wait a minute. Clear up what her job is, okay? Let's not clear up what her job is. Well, it's I'm not at liberty to say what her job no, is. No, no, you can say you can say in general what her job is. Well, she's a, she she's an actress. There you go. A standing actress. No, basically. no, 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 she's an actor. Okay. Isn't she kind of like a like a body double no. or something in this case? No, no, we're no? not get we're not getting into it on the air. She's an actor. That's all you need to know. Okay, all right. Well, that's fine. See, that was my point. Is is I don't know exactly. Didn't know exactly. Just actor with uh, Okay. All right, John's. While John busts up the uh, great Great White North studio, yes, she was kind enough to do it for me. And uh, but anyway, let's uh, let's move on. John, how's your COVID hanging in there today? Well, my COVID is, uh, there is no COVID. Well, what do you know? And and why do you think that is, John? Why do you think there's no COVID in your little bodily system? Well, part of, well, part of the reason I've, I've kind of been, for the most part, pretty self-isolated. Here, well, there you go. There the you last, go. Uh, I honestly don't know. You know, I've, I probably not as, as, uh, diligent about masking as as you may be i have been of i have finally come to the realization and i don't i don't i don't there are people who won't share this opinion but in my opinion you are vaccinating to protect yourself <coughs> I excuse me i vax i have i have triple vaccinated okay 
I am, I myself am protected. So I, I, maybe it sounds selfish, but at this point in time, that's one of the reasons that I haven't, uh, I really haven't been real diligent, diligent, excuse me. Diligent. Diligent. Yeah, diligent. That sounds like Popeye talking. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but um, that's going to change though when I go back to work on Monday. I'm okay. gonna, I'm go, I'm going to start being a little bit more uh, thorough as far as uh, masking is concerned, just because at this, uh, at this point in time, I, I'm kind of in in your shoes, whereas, you know, you haven't uh, you haven't caught to this point in time. Mm-mm-mm. I. I, I totally, totally understand the idea now that, okay, I don't care how mild Omicron may be. I'm, I'm to the point where I don't want to catch it. No. I'll make no bones about it here. I am here. I am. <clears throat> if I do any of this, it is to protect me. Um, everybody else in my household has been, has been vaccinated. Uh, uh, Master Oliver has, he's too young to be vaccinated, but he has already uh, caught uh, the COVID at one point in time. And um, I was also looking at something else at some of the charts that say how long you have to be in the proximity of some people for this to be a factor. Uh, and I was seeing even, even with not wearing a mask. Now I don't have the chart in front of me, but even with not wearing a mask, you can be in contact with somebody for 10 or 15 minutes before you have to worry about any type of, uh, uh, of, of spreading of the virus before I pass anything along to you. Um, and I thought I thought that was kind of interesting because uh, I don't have a lot of long term contacts with people other than other than possibly you know other than maybe just a few people in the house you know it my my contacts you know when I'm when I'm working I I don't I don't have that long of uh, long a contact you know you get somebody gets in the car they're in the car for. 15 minutes or so tops, you know, if, you know, I'm going to be, like I said, I'm going to be a little bit more careful about, uh, about masking going forward on that, because like, I don't want to, I don't want to bring it home, but I'm not, it isn't out of fear. It's just out of just being better safe than sorry, I guess. But again, I'm protecting me. If you haven't gotten out and gotten yourself, haven't gotten vaccinated at this point in time, you're on your own, Bubba. There's nothing I'm going to say to, there's nothing I'm going to be able to say to change your mind one way or another. So I I, I, I can't, I, I can't waste my time worrying about people who decide that they're not going to, that they, that the vaccination is some big government conspiracy or some damn thing. Tapping out. You know, I'd have settled for I'm fine. <laughs> well, goody for you. <laughs> I would have settled for that because I was using it as a lead-in to some things that I want. 
Look at how much time I killed. Huh? Look at, Look how, at much, how much time I burned. The on time that. police will be here shortly to investigate this this bloody slaughter of uh, of minutes and seconds. So on my script, which actually I can't print today because my my uh, printer is on strike, it won't print. But anyway, so I want to get these out of the way so I can close this up. Our, our, our new friend, Steve Hofstetter, at Steve Hofstetter on the Twitter. He's a very, very funny comedian. Look him up on YouTube. He is hilarious and topical and, oh boy, and great with hecklers. Steve wrote this during the week. Do you believe that your immune system is so strong that you don't need the vaccine? Cool. Then don't take NyQuil when you have a cold. Don't take Advil when you have a fever. And don't wear a condom when your partner has syphilis. Just let your immune system handle it. I don't like that. I, that's uh, just just let your love flow. That's you know what, and and that's just it. If you're not buying into the vaccines are helpful, and uh, let let me uh, this is in the same vein. Everything I have to, I have a couple of things here. So uh, this uh, I can't make out his name, Jeff Tedrick. He wrote this. Vaccine mandates are causing teachers who don't believe in science to quit, nurses who don't believe in medicine to quit, and cops who don't believe in public safety to quit. I'm failing to see the downside to this. (laughs) (laughs) You know, look, that puzzles me every time I see uh, doctors, nurses, medical professionals, you know, they don't believe in it. Again, kids and kittens, COVID-19 has moved into the realm of, of mythical characters. COVID is not Santa Claus. It's not the Easter Bunny that you believe or don't believe in. Okay? Mm-hmm. COVID is quite real. And if it's not, if it's a big government conspiracy, well, good for them because they got the whole planet involved. I'd say yeah. it succeeded beyond their wildest dreams. I would say any anybody that can get this kind of panic worldwide amongst 7 billion people they want the planet, they can have the planet as far as I'm concerned because it could be worse. And finally, from an anonymous source there on the Twitter, uh, they wrote this, COVID is no joke. One former patient was so brain damaged afterwards, he thought he won an election he lost by 7 million votes. <laughs> took John a second on that one, but no, no, he, no, no, he no, got no, there. I got, got that one right on the he, wire. You bet I did. He got there. So, you know, and I've, I've been saying, and because everything I've been reading and hearing for the last couple of weeks about Omicron is that it's mild, but yet uh, I ran into a tweet uh, yesterday myself, uh, a young lady, I'm not, we're just going to call her Allison because I could, I'll slaughter her last name if I tried to pronounce it. But she's, she says, don't tell me Omicron is mild. My friend's six-year-old is in the hospital with it and being put on a ventilator. Right. Now, I don't know if this six-year-old has uh, any underlying conditions besides the... Uh, well, let me the- stop right there, John. The Omicron is mild when you've been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. That's generally, and again, nothing is 100%. Not to say that, you know, more severe cases will not occur. But in general, 
the overwhelming majority of people who contract the Omicron and are vaccinated will see mild, milder symptoms, milder issues, if at all, if they're symptomatic at all. And obviously, a, a young young person like that, who probably isn't vaccinated at all, is is going to take the full brunt, which is unfortunate. Which and these are the people that were protecting your knuckleheads by wearing a mask and getting ventilated, ventilated, excuse me, vaccinated, Be- because we have to protect the people who can't protect themselves. Right. Okay, and, and these are the young kids. They are the Master Olivers of the world. All right? I don't want to see little babies on ventilators. I don't want to see old people on ventilators. I got a short list of people I wouldn't mind putting on a ventilator. John. Well, and it doesn't say, and I didn't, excuse me, I didn't pry anywhere into this. I I didn't ask whether or not... uh, this six-year-old kid had been vaccinated or whatnot. I figured, you know, it, it wasn't her kid, but it was her friend's kid, and I didn't want to engage engage it anymore. Right, but, right. Have they yeah. tried the new urine therapy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, should have seen, you should have seen the urine, urine recycling uh, center there in Arizona yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we we have a we have a report on the on the urine therapy. Our uh, our opposition reporter Brent Terhune, he's he's going to share with us his experience with urine therapy. Not such a hot button issue. Yes, I am an advocate for urine therapy since this whole thing started, since the pandemic started. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm not saying you should do that. But I'm saying I do it every day. Look, this is about twelve ounces of my own product. Not not a cough. Not a, a sniffle. You know, I, I don't wear a mask. I don't. We don't know what's in the vaccine, but I know what's in this. This is 98% natural ice with a, a splash of Mountain Dew. And <laughs> that natty ice looks about the same going in as, as it does coming out, doesn't it? Um, but the, the mask, you know, the vaccine, those are all man-made. This is, this is man-made too, but I, I made it. I'm the man that made this. And you, you think and pray on it, what should we do? You know, and God helps those who helps themselves and his blessings rain down. He sent us this. Your body takes care of, of itself, you know. And and before you, you know, here's, if you're going to do it, make sure you're drinking your own. Don't drink anybody else's brew because, I mean, it's just, it's disgusting. Your body made this for you. Your body knows what you need be your own barista and as you can see this is this is fresh still warm within the hour um yeah so the it's i had some mayonnaise last night so it's probably got a little spicy kick to it but it's good for the teeth haven't been to the dentist in years but bottoms up and you don't even mind the taste after. Well, I'm sure I'll get back to us on that. Brent Terhune, ladies and gentlemen, follow him on the Twitter. So I'm sitting there this whole time. 
<laughs> looking at that thinking, is that apple juice or is that a light iced tea that he's got going for his prop there? It's Natty Ice, recycled. Yeah, okay. It's it's all recycled. And, uh, God, I, I mean, this has got to be... I thought the horse medicine was a dumb thing. Uh, this this has just got to be... Uh, I, I, I just can't even imagine where they would have got... Anything that's coming out of you, you put in. Yes, there's a little wee bit of a, a filtering system there, but you, uh, God, I, I I feel stupider just trying to justify it and trying to figure it out. Drink your own pee. My mother told me not to drink my own pee, and I pretty much went with it. She also told me don't eat the yellow snow. Fine, fine advice that has taken me all through my life. Don't eat the yellow snow. Sage advice, absolutely. Sage advice. You know, what do you use pee for? Write your name in the snow. Other than that, you know, some people have a kink. That's one thing, but. I have a little issue with my pee writing. I can't uh, <laughs> can't quite pull that off these days. Uh. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't make a J like I'd like to. No, well, who, well, who can really? When you get right down to it, I mean, you know, just who can? It's uh, it's all. <laughs> oh man! Uh, last time I I wrote my name in the snow, I used my full name, and you know, I had I had room left for a little bio. But <laughs> by the way, phone lines are open seven five four eight zero zero chat. Seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. I have already checked. We can hear everything. We can hear everybody. Uh, <sighs> John's handling the phones. This ought to be good. John, are you recording the show today? No, I'm not. I, no, of course I'm not. Of course you're not. I uh, had it set. I had it set up to do so. But why would you bother? Or why would I bother? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, you can hit that little button right now. I could. You could. What's the, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? There, there is no point. I, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. So anyway, so while we're while we're on the, uh, the topic, uh, there's a great PSA out there. Uh, as a matter of fact, George Clooney. Uh, we we played this about a year or so ago, but it's making the rounds again. And as always, it is it, it is timely. It is on the mark. And and please. Uh, watch, listen, call, uh, you'll see. I'm actor, director, and two-time sexiest man alive, George Clooney. Science has given us unprecedented knowledge of the natural world, from subatomic particles to the majesty of space. Science enables us to cure diseases, to communicate across great distances, even to fly. Tragically, though, the volumes of invaluable knowledge gathered over centuries are now threatened by an epidemic of dumb idiots saying dumb You know what this is? It's a snowball. So it's very, very cold out. Dumb is highly contagious, infecting the minds of even the most stable geniuses. If you have a windmill anywhere near your house, they say the noise causes cancer. You tell me that one, okay? Wow. 
As a result, rampant dumb now threatens our health, our security, and our planet. Fortunately, there is hope. At United to defeat untruthful misinformation and support science. You dumbass. Your generous contribution to You Dumbass will provide desperately needed knowledge to dumb idiots on Facebook and Twitter all around the world. Just $20 will convince one idiot that climate change is real. 50 will teach five brainless dumb to vaccinate their kids. And 200 will teach 10 knuckle draggers that dinosaurs existed, but not at the same time as people. Together, we can win the fight against dumb but we can't do it alone. Call this number today. Operators are standing by. Don't be an idiot. The world needs your support. You dumbass. George Clooney, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, a more heartfelt pitch I, I've never experienced in my life. And uh... <laughs> it's as shit. funny as it is, he he isn't wrong. He ain't wrong. No, no, I I couldn't agree more. It would be nice if we had uh, if we could gather some of these folks together. Uh, as much as I don't want to talk about it, I I, I ran across. Uh, one of the one of the nitwits uh, video of one of the nitwits in Arizona. Uh, John, do you have? I don't think the major networks co- covered that rally. Uh, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, I, I was watching foot. I was watching football, so I right, right, right. Um, I was going to say I, I'd love to know what the crowd size was. I'm sure it wasn't anything. Uh, like, like well, he hasn't he hasn't had a gathering for a few uh, for a few weeks, so I wouldn't be surprised. But you have to understand that uh, uh, you, you, even if you fit sixty, even if you fit sixty thousand people in a stadium, that's a, a microcosm of the actual voting electric electric. Excuse me, what am I trying to say? People that vote. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, if even even if he did draw twenty, thirty thousand people, uh, so I, I just how many people were there because they like seeing a train wreck? You know, and and let's face it, let's face it. Trump is uh, is somewhat of a celebrity, even. You know, and people people come out because they like that kind of stuff. I'm not, and I'm not conceding anything as far as his attendance numbers on that. I have no earthly okay. clue how many people were there. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Because I was just curious. Like I said, I haven't paid much attention to it. I happened to stumble across a video today. Uh, with that, speaking of. Uh, the Republican Party, or what's left of it, as we knew it. Uh, I got your girlfriend. John's got a girlfriend. She didn't have a lot to say this week, but check this out. Here's the deal. In the GOP conference, they consider conservatives the fringe. This town up here thinks conservatives are the fringe. We are not the fringe. We are the base of the party, which is about 70% of Republican voters. More. are con- Yeah, or more, more 75%. Well, as we all know, she's out of her flipping mind. Uh, 
Just because they gather in groups of a couple of thousand does not make them a majority of anything. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've always found this, uh, you'll hear someone say, well, you know, Biden doesn't draw crowds. He didn't draw crowds when he was running and blah, blah, blah. And uh, there's no rallies now for Biden. We don't have to. He's the president. I don't need to buy a flag. Exactly. I don't need to buy a flag that says uh, Biden's my guy. We already proved that. Biden's my guy. And You know uh, what's nice about Joe Biden? Joe Biden is wonderfully boring. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Wonderfully boring. You know, it's these, you know, these knuckleheads, you know, it's so it's so funny. You know, they they think they got something because they got this uh, let's go, Brandon, you know, that that's that's already thank God that's already fizzled out. Mm. sake you know it, it is joe biden uh, he he would he he's about as exciting to watch as paint dry that's right and you know what as as our as our president i like that i i, I right. absolutely that's love the fact that he's not out making news headlines and what have you playing golf yeah playing yeah well Man's got to know his limitations. Obviously, Biden's never been a golfer. Look, person neither is Trump. That doesn't mean he doesn't haul his carcass <laughs> out. And... No, he's not a good golfer. Yeah. Uh, I. Before we get too far away from talking about the vaccine and COVID and whatnot, and yeah, we we we're getting very clip dependent on this show. We're gonna have to look into that too. But <clears throat> excuse me. But I can't pass up uh, cracking open the first bag of chips when he's talking about it. COVID hospitalizations nearing record numbers. The pandemic is like Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm very excited about that. They both make you sick and won't go away. Vaccine or no vaccine, we're back. The problem is the unvaccinated who fall into two groups. One, the immunocompromised, and two, this guy. Not one person has died from a vaccination, not one. Soon, however, there'll be a million dead from COVID. The vaccine isn't a cure. It simply helps your immune system fight an invading virus and slow its spread. And that saves lives. And just like Jared Kushner, it's a tiny little prick. Nice. The unvaxxed, they claim that drinking urine cures COVID. And I'm addicted to drinking my urine. Is that neat or on the rocks? So why more than one shot? Because the fudge tarts in group two. I'm in the crosshairs of the woke mob. They're allowing the virus to mutate, creating the need for more and more booster shots. Bottom line, vaccinated people save lives. And the rest of you? I'm going to throw away their masks, go to restaurants. You really want to be that guy? Trump is a fucking idiot. Damn right. Fake news. Shut the fuck up, dining. Well, I think that kind of summarized pretty much what we've been saying for 34 minutes now, wouldn't you, John? I would. I would tend to uh, tend to agree with you on that. Okay. Yeah. Just look. Okay. Get get your shots and let's let's get past this. We can we can argue about all the other dumb stuff later. This is uh, well. Speaking of uh, dumb fuckery. Oh, did I say that? Uh, I, I, I I'm certainly. I apologize. You do not. I, 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 I'm mildly sorry. You know, I'm going to put a mute button in. I'm going to put a seven-second delay on this. Because you cannot be trusted. Oh, whatever. Anyways, anyway. we talked about it. We talked about it uh, a little bit uh, last week uh, uh, with Djokovic with the Australian Open. 
uh, Australia finally put its foot down. Mm-mm. What do you Sorry. Think, what do you think they said, John? Uh, they said, oh, well, you, you, you say it much nicer than me. The Australians said, see ya! That's, look, they have the rules. They have the rules. I, I'm sorry, you know. It, I don't know where is he even from. He's he's not Amer- He's not American. No, I don't uh, believe. I, I forget. But well, I think one of the key things is that after he tested positive, he still attended an event. Mm-hmm. And right then and there, you got to say, you know what? You're, you're not taking this seriously, and we've got a whole country that we want to keep safe. And you know, I don't understand. All this, well, it's private. Well, it's not private because you can infect a lot of people. What's your vaccine? I'm sorry. You know, I'm a big proponent of civil rights no matter where you are. But in this particular situation, uh, I can affect literally the lives of thousands by hiding my status, whether I'm vaccinated, whether I'm positive and all that. Mm-hmm. We need to know. And I'm sorry if this offends your, you know, your little sense of masculinity that nobody's going to tell me what to do. Well, guess what? Australia just said, see you, mate. And I'm sure sure they didn't want to do that. I'm sure they want to have the number one seeded tennis player in the world at the Australian Open. I am positive of that. But you've got to look long term. How many people would he potentially infect? We don't know your status, hence we cannot allow you to enter and participate. So long. Try again next year. I got no sympathy for him. I thought I saw something that he may be uh, banned from coming into Australia for three years because of all the the, uh, lies and BS that uh, he uh, put forward there. I would not be surprised because, again, people are treating this as a political issue, and it's not, mm. and it is most certainly not. Which brings us to the fight of the week, the uh, the uh, the 10-round in the lightweight division that brings us to the wonderful, the lovely, and talented Rand Paul being an idiot. <laughs> It's Rand Paul versus Dr. Fauci. Wow. Senator, we are here at a committee to look at a, a virus now that has killed almost 900,000 people. And the purpose of the committee was to try and get things out, how we can help to get the American public. And you keep coming back to personal attacks on me that have absolutely no relevance to reality. Do you think anybody has had more influence let, over let our me response finish. to this than you have? Do you Madam think it's a great Chair, success? I, Do you think it's a great success what's happened right. so far? Do you think you, the lockdowns are good for our kids? Do you think we slowed down the death rate? More people have died now under President Biden than did under President Trump. You are the one responsible. You are the architect. You are the lead architect for the response from the government. Right. And now 800,000 people have died. Right. So you think it's a, a winning success what you've advocated for government? Um, Senator, first of all, <clears throat> if you look at everything that I said, you accuse me of in a monolithic way telling people 
what they need to do. Everything that I've said has been in support of the CDC guidelines. Wear a mask, get boosted. And you've advocated to make it coercive take, and take done a look before, at everything you've advocated that I've said. it to be done by mandate. Right. You, you've advocated that your infallible opinion be dictated by law. Right. So again, Madam Chair, I would like just a couple of minutes because right. this, th this happens all the time. You personally attack me and with absolutely not a shred of evidence of anything you say. So I would like to make something clear to the committee. He's doing this for political reasons. What you need to do is, he said in front of this committee. You think your takedown that, that of three was, prominent was epidemiologists was not political? You, you don't want me that to finish because you know what I'm going to say. Senator, that was the question. Senator, Were you political in taking down this, these three point, prominent epidemiologists? Senator Paul, if you would please, um, I'm going to allow this, uh, the, Dr. Fauci to respond. We have a number of senators yeah. who would like to ask questions, and I would like him to be able to respond. What we don't have is, uh, I, 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 I didn't get the full clip, is that after this, uh, Dr. Fauci pulls out a, uh, a screenshot of Rand Paul's website that basically says, uh, you know, we're going after Fauci, donate here. You yeah. Know, he's, making money, he's making money off it, like all the Republicans are doing. So vote. Uh, nobody, nobody, nobody is saying that any of this is is uh easy is uh, uh painless by any stretch of the imagination we just have went here in the twin cities uh we just uh went uh, to the point now where people are going to have to show uh uh vaccination cards i'm going to uh, interrupt you there john because i don't know what any of this means I would it's, love this person to explain to me what this means. Hey, if you want to come on and give us a hard time, by all means, you could. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the Howard Stern show to crank call us. You know, we'll take any kind of calls. Crank calls, real calls, it don't matter to us. Uh, whoever you are, Shell, whoever, uh, Voom and Go, eh, well, I've, I've had yeah. worse things said to me. Not a whole lot, but. Yeah, I, but, I don't, I'm not. Uh, I'm paying. I'm paying that the the amount of attention that solely deserves. Oh, which I is get absolutely none. Yeah, I know, but I couldn't. I couldn't resist. So anyway, I but, interrupted uh, you, which I never do. Uh, no, no, never. never Not me. Never, never. Not me. Hmm. <laughs> Man. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, he, he's he he's a peach. I'm telling yeah, you, he's a yeah. peach. Uh, look, anyways, no, here in here in the Twin Cities, we're we just uh, went through uh, where they're going to have to stay. When you want to go to a restaurant or go to a sporting event in Minneapolis or St. Paul, you have to produce a vaccination card. And look. I, it's pain in the ass, but you know, you got, we've got to do what we've got to do here. Mm -hmm. You know, none of this, it's against my freedom. Guess what? If, if you don't want to, if you don't want to eat at uh, a restaurant in, um, 
Then don't. In Minneapolis, then, then don't. You don't want to eat in a restaurant in St. Paul, then don't. Go someplace else. You know, I'll, I think you're going to find that there's a lot of places that even in the fringe suburbs of Minneapolis and St. Paul um, are going to are going to follow suit. They're not going with the mandates, but they're going to follow suit as far as that. You might eventually be able to go out to uh, Billy Jim, Joe Bob's uh, Greasy Spoon out there in, in uh, West BF, uh, Egypt, to be able to not or go someplace and not have to produce a uh, vaccination card. Well, and, I'm, I, I'm all for, I'm not opposed to showing a vaccination card to get to a restaurant. But honestly, in a restaurant, and I don't know if there's a good solution to this. But the whole idea of having to wear a mask to go in, and then you're okay to take the mask off for a 45 minutes while you eat. And then, but if you go to the men's room, you got to put the mask back on. I, I, I don't know what that is really. I, I don't know that that's actually either you're going to come in without a mask or not. You should be vaccinated. I, I would go with that. But the mask would be optional for me because you're taking it off for most of the time you're there anyway. Oh, yeah. Did you? Uh, I don't think I shared this with you, but I. Um saw a picture on social media here of somebody that supposedly stuck a French fry in their mouth and kept it in their mouth for an entire flight so they didn't have to uh, put the, put a mask on while they were flying. Oh, good Lord. No, no, no. Thank goodness I don't. No. It's, it's, like, it's like I'm saying, folks. Yeah, you know, maybe again, I go back. I go back to this point as far as the mandates and, and showing the vaccination card. Deal with it. That's what the that, that's what the law is right now. That is, you know, if you don't like the law, then then vote out the lawmakers. That's, that's right. all I can tell you. That's, that's right. all. That's really sp- all I can tell you. And speaking of that, but, remember, kids and kittens. If you don't like who you got in now, vote Ed. In November, my 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 point again with that was, is that <laughs> you're getting the vaccination to protect yourself, so you don't wind up in a freaking hospital and having to take room from people who are uh, uh, who are afraid to go to the emergency room. They might be having ch- uh, discomfort, chest discomfort. They might be having other major issues but the have you heard the 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 wait the wait time for just to get into the emergency room yeah it's horrific you're waiting there for 12 over 12 hours in some cases just to get in the room yeah and that's 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 the problem is that people with other serious health issues non-covid related car accidents heart Mm -hmm. attacks they're not able to get the care because i don't want to take the the jab and by the way, kids and kittens, as of right now, there is no cure for COVID. So those of you waiting for the cure so that you can say, well, I'll get it and I'll just take the cure. It ain't coming anytime soon. Okay. It's for the same reason we don't have a cure to the common cold because it mutates. 
it mutates. It's different all the time. It's never at a at a micro micron level. It's never the same thing. Oh, we feel the same, but uh, so if you're waiting for that pill, mm -mm, it ain't coming. Not not in your lifetime, especially not in a short lifetime you're gonna have if you don't get vaccinated. Oh, look what I did there. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> I think we're both out of it now. Uh, what do you say, John? We're ready to switch over to something else? Go for it. Rock and roll. Well, you might have heard of a little thing called January 6th. Uh, January 6th? Yeah. Did you have that marked on your calendar for anything? Oh, oh she erased the calendar. I can't know. I... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, this is, I, this is hilarious when I read it. Some of the people that left things behind is like in Nancy Pelosi's office called the Capitol Police to try to try to reclaim their reclaim position. It? Yeah, and of course the, poli <laughs> the police were more than happy to take their information. Sure, sure, what's your name and address? We'll bring it right to you. <laughs> Long but but your, uh, your, your, your best bud, Tucker Carlson, had a little something to say about that. Business Insider reported this afternoon that on January 7th of last year, the day after, protesters called Nancy Pelosi's office line in the Capitol looking for items they may have left inside the building. Law enforcement took down their numbers and later arrested them. Is that the behavior of people who believe they were trying to overthrow the U.S. government? Obviously, it's not. These are Americans who came to their capital city with their friends to complain loudly about what politicians were doing. They assumed that was still allowed, but it's not allowed. Look at the spin he put on that. If he could do that with a baseball, he'd be making a billion dollars a year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Well, I, he's really, it, 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 it's starting to happen here, folks. The way these, uh, the these right-wingers are starting to kind of feed off themselves. I mean, boy, good old Ted Cruz, he's, he's taking it uh, oh. from, from not only Tucker Carlson, but from Alex Jones and uh, it's it's at, it's getting to the point where it's actually kind of fun to watch, and and now I I believe it was Alex Jones that uh, blamed uh, uh, that blamed uh, Cruz for the uh, the uh, Oath Keeper or what the hell was his name again Stuart, Stuart. Rhodes yeah uh, who uh, was uh, arrested for uh, what's the word seditious. Seditious, oh. he, yeah, yeah, ba seditious insurrection, something yes. like that. And yeah, no, he got caught with his uh, one good eye. Uh, seditious conspiracy, by that's, the way, is that's, the, the actual charge. That's the one. Yeah, I, I saw the Alex Jones clip. I opted not to produce it here. By the way, the clip we just referenced with with uh, Tucker, it was not him going off on a. Well, he's going off on the left, saying. Oh, what, you can't reclaim your lost items after a mild riot? You know, he's still drawing it as, well, they just went there to peacefully protest. It was Antifa. By the way, kids and kittens, just a reminder, Antifa is short for anti-fascism. That's the good side to be on. You want to be against fascism. Because if your boy Trump gets in... Boy, you're going to love goose-stepping down the avenue. Let me tell you what. 
I just hope I get a bunk with a window at the re-education center. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, excuse me. Can't wait to get the new furniture in. So let's let's go let's go to this here for this uh, Stuart Rhodes. So now he is the uh, the head of the uh, or the founder, excuse me, of Oath Keepers. Mm-hmm. And uh, his strange wife said, "Hey, th- this this guy is cuckoo. This guy is cuckoo for cocoa puffs." Uh, <laughs> calling him a complete sociopath. Apparently, uh, CNN interviewed uh, his estranged wife. Her name is Tasha Adams. Uh, a day after he was arrested uh, for his actions on the Capitol. Uh, she described fearing for her family and was happy that he was arrested, calling it a relief. Oh, well, that's it. Let's, let's wow. go to the ex-wife to describe what kind of a sociopath uh, <laughs> her ex-husband Well, was. you know, uh, who's going to know better, really, when you get right down to yeah. it? He's a nutcase. Uh, you know, look, look. Uh, the Department of Justice has been quietly behind the scenes going after all of these people. They've rounded up all the little fish. Now they're getting into the medium-sized fish. And fear not, fear not, the uh, the big fish are coming. I just, uh, But the January 6th commission really needs to get off their collective ass and get this stuff going before November comes. Because remember... You can only vote Ed into one seat as much as I would like to be all over. Vote Ed, and I will promise I will do nothing for two years. And I'll stay out of the way. If it's big, I'll vote on it. But other than that, I just want the pension. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we uh, we got to get that done. But I, I think all, all in all, we're, we're making progress. These things don't always happen quickly. Uh, I think Merrick Garland could be a little bit more public. He doesn't need to put on a sideshow, but be out there and, and advise the public every now and again. Uh, yes, we're all chomping at the bit to see to see uh, the likes of Trump and the rest of them do a perp walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I, I don't think that's going to happen, to be quite honest. I'd settle for the Trump kids. I'd settle for the Trump kids. I'd, I want to see uh, Ted Cruz. And that and that dead squirrel on his chin. Uh, how how in the world do the people of Texas keep reelecting this fool? I hope the next time he's up, and I'm not sure when his term ends. I hope they've had enough of this clown. I really truly do. And Beto, you know what, Beto, you seem like a decent guy, but you you, you keep running in places where uh, it's heavy red right now. And uh, I'm sorry, it just doesn't seem to be working. Well, let, for let's us. let's let's face it. You know, with the ex- with some minor exceptions, being the Houston area, maybe uh, maybe Austin, uh, Texas is for the most part a red state. So any Democrat being able to pull uh, any type of uh, I mean, when's the last time? Texas had a, a Democratic governor back in the days of Ann Richards. I was just going to say it was, yeah, it was Ann Richards. 
Uh, I mean, it's doable. And as I always like to say, remember, just because a state is quote-unquote red or quote-unquote blue, it does not mean everybody in the state votes that way. It can be just a small majority. Granted, it's a majority nonetheless. But uh, there are plenty of people that will cross their affiliated party lines to vote for somebody. That is how people get landslide elections. So in Texas, you just have to present them with the right, with the right candidate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't imagine that a broomstick with a tie couldn't be Ted Cruz right now. Well, but you see, the thing is, is he has some appeal to, to some of these nut jobs that, uh, uh, he's a sniveling then, coward and he has proven that on, and I mean, if you got your big macho Texas, look at me, uh, don't mess with Texas. It's an anti-littering campaign, you fool. Uh, but you've never you've never spent any real time in Texas. Not any real time. I spent a little screwed up time in Texas, but that's yeah. another story for another time. I I spent I spent three years. As a matter of fact, it's so sad because I lived in uh, Corpus Christi for yeah. body of Christ. About a year and a half. I love the city of Corpus Christi. There's only one problem. It's in Texas. Unfortunately, it's in Texas. Yes. Yes. That that is that is the problem. <laughs> I would if uh suddenly Texas uh uh did a, a one eighty as far as its its politics and, and the people who are running that uh State, but it's not. It's not just the politicians. It's some of the people. I mean, you you go along the coastline of Corpus Christi and you talk to the people that live in that city. They, you know, they're, you know, great, uh, you know, great soft spoken people uh, who are just working class people. Um, uh, John, let me ask you a question. I'm going to interrupt you there again. I never do that, but let me ask you a question. No, no. In in the couple minutes we got left. Do you think it would be better if these humongous states like Texas and California were actually broken down into three or four smaller states? I wouldn't have a problem with that in a minute. I would Hmm. not have a problem with that at all. You think maybe they're too big for their bridges? Because, I mean, you get states that that large and vast. I mean, there's people looking at things differently all over the place. California, you could split right in the middle, north and south. Right. And, uh, you know, just right then and there, you know, pretty much anything, I think, above Sacramento. It's a completely different, uh, again, they share license plates and driver's license. That's what I used to say about the panhandle in in Florida. The difference between that and South Florida, where I I lived. We shared a license plate, and that was about it. Uh, But... So we're coming up on the on the break here. We got lots of football, lots of football to talk about. John is back to his cheating ways. Uh, and we're going to get deep, deep, deeply involved in that. And there's a commission that's been formed. So John will have to answer some serious questions. And uh, I'll let him take us out. <laughs> we'll be back. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio T-F-I. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. from a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Her, but 
protect them. Hell, it damn near killed them. She flew away to Tijuana where the moon is blue. The moon is blue. <clears throat> but with our right wing censorship, there are words that mustn't slip to truly tell you how I feel for K. So if you see K in Tijuana, and I'll see you in Tijuana too. Now if you see Kay, tell her I miss her each day And the FCC won't let me sing this song I wrote today Now if you see Kay, take her hand, gently say That after this transmission I'll be out in 90 days Oh, if you see Kay in Tijuana Then I'll see you in Tijuana Go, wanna go, I gotta see you in Tijuana We're we're back here. You listen to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. Once again, from the ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon, and over there in oh freezing cold Queens, New York. Well, everybody, join me in feeling sorry. Offer him a tissue. The one and only, Ed Van Ness. Once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. And offer me a whole case of tissue so I can try to keep warm. I will stuff it in places that need the warmth. John Shannon, how are you today, sir? Thanks. I'm glad to hear that. So anyway, <laughs> I've decided. I, I asked him a question in hour one. All I needed was a quick, I'm fine, I'm okay. And he, he did 10 minutes. So I'm not going to make that mistake again, unless, of course, I need a 10-minute break, and then I will I will go right to Mr. John Chen. Well, if, if, if we're trying to burn some more air time. Burn some more air time. When in doubt, ask Shannon a question. Ask him a two-word question. He's good for, he's good for six or seven minutes every time. So, I, I, I mean, we've talked about a lot in the first hour. We... Uh, we got some things to talk about yet in hour number two. We are here. It is freezing cold in the just just about to be completed Radio TFI Executive Tower. We had some sudden renovation yesterday that could not be helped. Has pushed us back a little, but we're hoping by hoping by Super Bowl to have all three hundred and forty seven stories open and possibly possibly open to the public. Open, functioning, you know, all those good things. Mr. Shannon. Yes? I'm sorry, did I wake you? Did I? No, well, I'm just making making good use of time while you are speaking, that's all. <laughs> oh, isn't good use of Trying time? I'm staying a little bit more on top. I, You know, last week I was sitting in the hospital. I felt, I, I, I have never felt so out of it. When I've been doing a sh- in the entire time we've been doing a show, I have never felt so. Uh, I'm telling you, and so I'm trying to. Well, you're speaking. Yes, I am listening, mm-hmm. but I'm also trying to make good use of time. But doesn't it behoove you 
to hang on every word I say so that you may properly respond. Or, or perhaps, hold the phone here, kids and kittens, perhaps interject an original thought of your own. You think maybe you could do that, Skippy? When I'm speaking, I'm, I'm hanging on every syllable when you're off on a rant. Yeah, right. I've watched you sit in the background. Oh. Well, most of them anyway. I, I'm familiar yeah, with I'm, I'm familiar with all the syllables you're using. How about that? I, okay. I, I have a passing acquaintance with them. I, uh, thanks for thanks for clarifying. It's what I do. It's uh, there, there's no other way to to go about this. So anyway, we managed to kill eight minutes into this hour, and we have. What do you think? Is it time? Is it time, John? It's time. It's it's time. time. I don't have my script. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each. <laughs> Each week, John F. U. Shannon, Gerald, the computer who wears tennis shoes, and I will each choose professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Now it's the postseason. The fun really begins. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two or three point conversion. If we have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 well. It would appear that young Mr. Shannon is back to his cheating ways. We, uh, we're going to talk about last night in just a minute. We're going to get everything all set up and, and organized here. And let's, uh, let's first get caught up with, with, uh, the current score. And, uh, currently John leads with 40 big points. 40. How the hell did that happen? Uh, Gerald is is bringing up the rear as he is wont to do with 35 points, and there I am, just just huddling in the back, just waiting, waiting, waiting. I'm gonna get you guys with 33 mm-hmm. points now. Uh, you let's get to getting pretty quick here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm I'm lulling you into a false sense of security. So let's take a quick look at last week. Here, why why didn't that happen? Oh, I know why it didn't happen. Because I'm on the wrong window. As uh, as is want to be. There we go. Now there there is the AFC uh, board from last week. Uh, as you can see, uh, I I didn't do so hot with the AFC. Uh, when you get right down to it, all sixteen games. Uh, let me see if I have this. Uh, I thought I had thought I had it. Uh, between John, Gerald, and myself, I think two of us had eight wins, or two of us had seven wins, and one of us... I had eight. John and Gerald had seven wins each. So, it, it, in the long run, it didn't really pan out to be much of anything. But we're going to show you the NFC here, just to... Uh, let me see. Nobody scored on any extra points that I can... Uh, let me check the AFC again. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, Gerald and I went, went forward a bunch of times. John... John was playing slow and steady. I was the last time you went for, for a two pointer, John. It's been a while. It's, 
when I picked that, when I picked the uh, Vikings to get their asses handed to them by the Packers a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. So John, John's been very, very frugal with his uh, extra point picks, and they generally pay it off for him. Now, before we go any further, since we're at the end of this, we've ended the season. I, uh, if I can find this, it does not. There it is. So we made predictions at the beginning of the year on who was going to win the divisions and who would be the wild cards. Uh, let's start with Gerald. Gerald was able to make one correct prediction. He predicted the, the Las Vegas Raiders would win would be an AFC wild card. He got that. He picked up one point out of a possible, I forget how many, 14. Half a gazillion? Half a gazillion. Uh, I didn't do much better. I picked Kansas City to win the AFC West. I picked Dallas to win the NFC East and Tampa to win the NFC South. So I got a whopping three points out of half a gazillion. And then there's young, cheating Mr. John Shannon, who somehow pulled out of his buttocks the winner of the AFC East in in Buffalo, AFC West in Kansas City, the NFC South in Tampa Bay, NFC North in Green Bay, and finally the NFC West in the Los Angeles Rams. Five, five big points John picked up from the prediction. So so now you're a fan of doing this preseason picks, aren't you? No, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. We, we're going to relook at that for next season, but we're going to keep it. But we've we got some changes that will happen. So, so let's get into this week's picks, okay? So now we had two games last night. Uh, Vegas at Cincinnati, New England, Buffalo. I I took Cincy. I gave up two points. I, I went for two. I'm sorry. Giving up 13 and a half points. And I got to tell you what. It was looking pretty darn good there for most of the game. You know, I I was gonna say I was watching that game, and I'm 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 watching and I'm I'm watching the Bengals. I'm cheering the Bengals on. I'm saying, ah, nah, 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 ease up off the gas a little bit, boys. Ease up <laughs> off the gas. <laughs> Come on, okay, Vegas, don't get too far behind here. So, yeah, that was that was a very inter- it was an entertaining game. It was a good game. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Vegas was really making a roll there at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I would have gotten that had I just gone for one, but I did not. I went for two, and I missed that. Uh, Gerald picked Vegas. He was he lost that, and uh, yeah. and young Mister Shannon uh, picked yes. Cincinnati, gave up the five and a half points, and walked away with a point. Now mm-hmm. in the nightcap, as it happens, everybody picked Buffalo. I got a text from John uh, uh, during the game. Man, I should have gone for three. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. We all should have gone for three. They won by 30 points. Good God. Could have almost gone for four. Uh, so the, those two games last night, are uh, they're already included in the updated points total. So now let's start with young Mr. Shannon. And let's start with the Philadelphia-Tampa Bay game. We're going to go in order as they're going to be played. So let's go with the Philadelphia-Tampa Bay game. John, what's, what's your pick on that? 
you're gonna you're gonna see very quick here with my uh, at least with this first round that I'm going with with home favorites. Right? I I noticed top, that top seeds all the way across. Uh, you know things might change around in the next round here, but I don't think that uh, I don't think that Philadelphia has a chance at eight and a half uh, point spread. I don't think that Philadelphia has a chance in Tampa Bay. So I I definitely took the Bucks and. Uh, yeah, giving up eight and a half. Right. See, and I feel just the opposite. Uh, also, Tampa hasn't been doing that well against the spread. Now, I oh, by the way, speaking of the spread, my uh, I finished the season on my personal picks at one thirty and one twenty six, which is still above five hundred, but way off the mark from where I. Yeah, as John has been mm-hmm. saying for almost all season, we're really sucking at this this year. But anyway, I like Philly. I, I, I like the eight and a half points. I know Brady's going to turn on the Turbo Jets and the Afterburners at home, first round, uh, and he's pissed that he doesn't have a bye. <clears throat> but I still think Philadelphia is – I think Tampa's going to win outright, but I, I think Philly has a has a shot at that. And now, now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, the voice you've all been waiting in here, let's hear what Gerald has to say about Philly-Tampa. Yesterday did not go as planned. Time to make up some ground. Let's begin the day by going for three. Fly Eagles fly into Tampa and let's show Brady who's boss. <laughs> give me those Philadelphia Eagles and I'll give you 20 and a half points. Wow. Let's show Brady who's boss. Jeez. <laughs> the uh, after. Go ahead, John. I hate to say it. I Gerald has finally located Don Jr.'s stash. So that's all <laughs> I can. <laughs> You don't think going for three against Tampa at home yeah. is a wise yeah, I, move? I, I don't think so. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You could all of a sudden have a, a, a surprising snowstorm in Tampa Bay. You know, Any, anything's possible. <laughs> San Francisco, Dallas, John. What's your, that's the mid. That's the four thirty game today. Uh, as much as I hate, this is probably the one where I could have went either way on. Yeah. But uh, Dallas is a three-point favorite. I'm going to go ahead and take the Cowboys and uh, giving up three points. You know, I have to agree with you on that one. This is one where I hold my nose and I, I, I pick Dallas. I don't really want to, but they've been playing very, very well. They're at home. They're in Jerry World. So, uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the graphics department messed up. They forgot to. We can't get any. We we tried to fire them. We couldn't find anybody else. So we had to bring them back with a raise. We had to give them a raise to get them back. So. Good Lord. Watch what you say. Uh, They want their name on the hat next. Uh, Gerald's pick is not up there, but uh, trust me, it's it's been tallied for. Gerald, why don't, why don't you tell us who you got in that second game? For today's second game, I like the San Francisco 49ers, plus three, over those Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones can watch the playoffs and Super Bowl on the huge televisions at Jerry World. Ooh, Ooh Gerald taking some shots there. Joe's getting nasty uh, tonight. Tonight, the uh, Sunday night football in the Sunday night football slot. It's Pittsburgh at Kansas City. John, talk to us about that. Well, I I'm kind of like you are with the Dolphins when it comes to the Chiefs. I 
even though I did kind of, I did pick against them a couple of times earlier yeah. in the season. Yeah, you did. But uh, the Chiefs are hitting on all cylinders right now. and They've already played Pittsburgh once this year. Uh, so, and, and pretty much smacked them around like the baby bitches they are. <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 uh, I took I took Kansas City giving up twelve and a half. Yeah, I, I there's no doubt in my mind Kansas City's going to win the game, but I think Ben Ben Roethlisberger's got got something to prove on the way out the door. I think he's going to light this light it up as best he can. He's going to show Patrick Mahomes just what a veteran quarterback can do. Uh, I, I I again I believe Kansas City will win outright, but I don't think they're going to cover. So I'm taking Pittsburgh. And getting twelve and a half points, Gerald. Where do you uh, where are you on the night game? Sunday night football. It is difficult to pass up the Pittsburgh Steelers getting twelve and a half points, so I won't. Kansas City may win, but not by that much. Well, th- there you go. He actually agrees with me. Funny how that happens. Uh... All right, and finally, well, it's, uh, something that's never happened before, a Monday night football game. Tomorrow night, uh, Arizona visits the L.A. Rams. John? I, uh, if I'm going with the Rams, just following the pattern here. Where Rams are for a four-point favorite, and uh, so I'm taking the Rams, uh, yeah. giving up four. All right. I, I'm, I'm going with the Cardinals because they fought it out for that division. Uh, at the end, it could have been this game could have been flipped. This game could have been played in Arizona, and so I don't think the four points is all that much of a difference, uh, or just enough that I'm going to take the four points with Arizona. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going it's going to uh, you know. Meanwhile, Gerald, uh, what's your take on that game? All my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. Monday night football. Oh. Frank, and what's that you say? They no longer announce the games? Oh my. Oh well, on with the pick. For the fifth time this week I like the road dog. The Arizona Cardinals, plus four, against the LA Rams at the site of this year's Super Bowl. And there you have it. So, to recap for this week, uh, Gerald and I lost yesterday, uh, yesterday on Cincinnati. I had gone for two. John won on that game. We all three won on uh, Buffalo Pit, uh, New England, wishing we had all gone for three points <laughs> on that train wreck. And I got and I got to say, watching watching Belichick walk off the field, he made it in as a wild card, and he got trounced, and he got his butt handed to him. And uh, I respect that man as a football coach from now till next Tuesday. But man, oh man. It was uh, Matt Jones got a little humility, taste of humility last night. Now, didn't he? You gotta, you gotta say though, as a, as a Dolphins fan who didn't uh, get to see, uh, didn't get to see the fish make it to the playoffs at all. Uh, that's gotta, that gotta make you feel pretty good though to see Belichick walk off the field with his head hanging low. Yeah, but then again, we beat New England twice this year. Yeah. So, so I mean, we did our part. We did our part this year. Uh, now, coming to the upcoming game starting today, uh, Philadelphia-Tampa. John likes Tampa. I like Philly uh, with an eight-and-a-half point. Gerald is going for three, taking Philadelphia, giving up 20-and-a-half points. 
Gerald is convinced that the Philadelphia Eagles can beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by Tom Brady, by 21 points. That's my boy. <laughs> San Francisco visits Dallas in the, uh, in, in the middle game today. John and I both are taking Dallas, holding our nose at the same time, giving up three points, while Gerald takes the Niners and getting three points. Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Kansas City is a 12-and-a-half-point home favorite. John likes his chefs. Uh, Gerald and I are going with the Steelers, uh, getting 12-and-a-half points. Finally, tomorrow night, Monday Night Football, Arizona Cardinals visit the Los Angeles Rams. John likes the Rams. He's giving up four points. Meanwhile, Gerald and I, are uh, we're going with the Cardinals, and we're getting those four points. And just a reminder, all of Gerald's picks are random. Uh, they are random. So, uh, so there you have it. That's uh, that's gonna do it for us for uh, for this week. Uh, when hopefully uh, we've got four. I've got four games to catch up this week. Hopefully, John will. Well, we've picked the same on a couple of games, so it's uh, on. Anyway, we got to stop John's cheating ways. That'll do it for John and Ed versus the spread this week. And John, as we always like to say, if you if you're gonna bet using real money using our picks, what do we always say, John? Don't go to the casino uh, with uh, with uh, Don Junior's uh, cocaine stash. And there you have Especially it. Up your nose. Oh, he wasn't done. Oh, and there you have it. That that finishes. That finishes us up for the, for this week. I gotta tell you, I was, uh, I'm not surprised Buffalo won last night, not at all. But the 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 trouncing. Oh. But again, if you looked, New England was dropping balls like it was nobody's business. I mean, they. Yes, yes they were. I mean, you can't fault Matt Jones for last night. He yeah. was. Look, I get it was cold and the balls were hard, but guess what? The Bills were saying, playing in in the same. You leave my hard balls out of this. The Bills were playing uh, playing in the same climate, in the same weather. New England doesn't exactly play in South Florida. You know, it's not like they're strangers to winter, so that that, that argument doesn't doesn't play out. Uh, I, they got beat. They got beat. There's no question about it. Uh, they did not lose. They got beat. Yeah, so on that particular day, it was uh, Buffalo was clearly the better team. Yeah, but again, if you look at New England this year, again, we beat them twice. I mean, we had a pretty good team. But, uh, man, that was great. We beat them first game of the year. We thought, man, what a great way to start the year. You beat you beat New England at in New England to open the season. Ah, oh, man. Mm. This is going to go, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> you lose seven in a row. That's the worst that could happen. So, so I have a question for you. Okay. All right. Your Dolphins uh-huh. are out of the hunt. My pathetic Vikings are yeah. out of the hunt. We're both looking for head coaches. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that surprised me a little bit that the uh, Dolphins can their uh, coach. I was... I was The Dolphins have a have an interesting problem, as people are developing and 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 settling in, and you know these things sometimes take time. Uh, they get rid of them. Uh, we had Tony Sperano some years ago, uh, mm-hmm. for a couple of years, and he was turning the team around. 
and they fired him after two years. And, you know, I understand it's a big business and all that and blah, 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 but uh, Ryan Tannehill had it. He was, they brought him in as a rookie. They gave him the keys to the franchise, except for the one year he was out with an injury. Uh, when we had Jay Cutler. Oh, God. <laughs> Heaven help me. It was so hard to be a Dolphin fan that year. Oh, I feel like there was $10, $10 million we could have put to better use. But uh, except for the one year he was out, Tannehill made progress every year. The team was getting better and better and better. And they were, you know, it, it was management not building around him. And then they let him go. And it just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. Not so much the Titans, but I'm rooting for him. And I'm sorry, you had a question and I went off on a rant. That's our. <laughs> so, okay, no Dolphins, no Vikings. Uh-huh. Who, who, who now, the, the, all the picks aside, who would you like to see? Well, like I just said, I want to see, I'd like to see Tannehill win it all. I like him. Not so much of a Titans fan. Uh, I really, I'm tired of Brady winning. I gotta say, I'm tired of him winning. As much as I don't want to see the Bills, I don't want to have to deal with them next year. But that being said, if if a franchise can be overdue for anything, there's one that is. Oh, the Bills, yeah. The Bills. Now, they've got talent. They have got talent uh, coming out to Ying Yang. Josh Allen played out of his mind last night. Just yes, out of his did. mind. So. I think now you get them deep in the playoffs and you're going to see a side of them that we haven't seen because last year they made it to the first round and out, which was the first time they had made the postseason in like almost 20 years, I think it was. Uh, so uh, now now they're in the next round. I think they're just going to become more tougher and tougher to play. Uh, Chiefs have not been all that great this year. Let's face it. They've been good. But they haven't been great. No, I, I, no you're absolutely right. I, I, I don't think that they... Uh, look, they get to play... Uh, their division is reasonably strong, but not the strongest. And uh, I just don't feel like Kansas City was putting it together this year. I mean, they won some games. There's no question. Uh, but... Uh, who else is left? Now I got to go look up stuff. Why? Who who do you like if you got to follow somebody? I there's not. Let me put it this way: there's not one particular team that's lighting it up for me right now. Again, other than Tannehill. So by default, I would say the Titans. But I'm more about Tannehill than than the team itself. Well, I, I tell you, watching that first, watching that uh, Cincinnati uh, Las Vegas game. It was so fun there in the beginning to see Icky Woods. They dig up Icky oh, Woods. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh. Doing the Icky Shuffle there. 31 years that franchise went since their last uh, postseason uh, win. Victory. Yeah. yeah. By the way, that Super Bowl, that was down in South Florida. Right. Oh, there was a whole lot of stuff going on with that Super Bowl. There was uh, Bengals got arrested and. Uh, there were riots, and we had riots going on in Miami. Oh, it was a, it was a grand time. It was a grand <laughs> time to be the showcase of the world. 
Yeah. But yeah, I, I saw Icky. I saw him in a commercial a few years ago. I felt so bad for him. Uh, you know, he had his moment in the sun and, uh, it was so fun. And I guess the first, if I'm not mistaken, the first touchdown Cincinnati scored, yeah, uh, yeah. I forget who it was, did the old Icky shuffle. He, he did the, the Icky shuffle. Yeah. Good for yeah, him. That was, that, that was, that was fun to watch, but, yeah. uh, you know, I completely, I completely forgot about Cincinnati was still in it. I don't know why. Having said that, um, let, let's face it, uh, my Chiefs have always been the the second uh, the my second go round as far as uh, you know if not the Vikings then the Chiefs. It's, it's, it's your been, it's your side piece. Pretty much, it, it's very 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 well said. Thank you. Just just uh, just like the Virgin Mary was God's side piece. Shut up, Gil. <laughs> She's not uh, your mother. I don't see any other team that excites me as much as the idea of the Chiefs uh, going all the way in this well, thing. Well, remember, two years ago they went and they won it all. Last year they went and they lost it all. I think, honestly, I don't think the Chiefs make it out of the postseason alive. I think they're going to yeah. get whooped up on at some point here. I think that team is barely holding on. And I just don't think they have enough in them right now to take on a uh, heaven for They got to play Buffalo next week, which if if uh, Kansas City beats Pittsburgh today, which they probably will, then Buffalo's coming in with a head of steam into Kansas City mm-hmm. next week. And uh, honestly, that's a train I don't want to be in front of. You know, in, again, in my heart, I don't... I want to see Buffalo pack their bags and shuffle back off, but honestly, I think it's going to be Buffalo. After what I saw last night, based on that, based on the whooping we took, uh, well, and this this pick is this is more from my heart than my head. Well, do I think do I think the Chiefs have an uphill uh, uphill battle? Absolutely, absolutely. I think that this is. Uh, uh, this is going to be the toughest run they've had in the last three. Um, all I can say is, is I hope they come out of the Pittsburgh game healthy, and uh, yeah, and we'll see what happens from there. I will say this: last yesterday was the first time I really got to watch Joe Burrow. Yeah, this kid is this kid is something. Well, I watched him as he whooped up on the Vikings there for a while. Yeah, earlier this year. he. Uh, Man, he was putting frozen ropes in places, you know, where they shouldn't be. I mean, the, the the kid is fantastic, and I think I don't know if Cincinnati has all of it that they need to make it all the way. But I think with a good bounce or two in their favor, you know, uh, a br- a lucky break here or there, I think I think they they, they got a good shot at being in LA. I think they got a better shot than Kansas City. Now that I've now that I've seen them, well, it's possible. We'll we'll uh, it's this next week with the playoffs. The second round is going to be very entertaining. I yes, think, there are some very entertaining teams in this mix this time, and I honestly think that everybody, I think that all the top seeds this week are going to come through and win. Do you? Uh, I really do. I I, I do. I was. Uh, 
I'd be I'd really be surprised. Now spreads might be one way or another, but um, I still think that all, that all all the top seeds are going to wind up taking it, and that's going to make for some an entertaining second round. I I, I I still think uh, the Arizona LA game because look how many division rematches we had this we're having this weekend. Right. That that's a division rematch, and again, that's always tough. And again, Arizona came. Look, they could have just as easily clinched that taken first place in the in the NFC West. So this was this is by no means, no means, uh, going to be an easy thing for the Rams. The Rams are playing well. But I just don't think they're playing. I wouldn't put them in in Buff in the in the league of Buffalo, where you know they're at home and you know that's a better. I don't think being at home is going to mean a squat to them, to be quite honest. Yeah. So. So one last football thing. Okie dokie. And it has nothing to do with the NFL. Ooh. Nothing to do. So. Oh boy. I. Did a little, did a little looking, did a little research. Uh-huh. After we talked about it a little bit last week, but yes, we have officially eighty-nine days, twelve hours, twenty-three minutes, and four seconds Until. to go before the launch of the USFL. Oh, how exciting! And uh, yep, that's right. They are they are scheduled. Their first uh, game uh, will be April sixteenth. Okay. 2022. So they're definitely now. I don't. I don't know how many weeks are going to be going. I'm going to guess that they're not going to be any more than about a eight week. Ten. Ten games. Ten games is it? Ten games. They're going. They're going to be two four team divisions. So you'll right. play. You'll play six games in your division, and then you'll play the other division once each. Two at home, two on the road. Well, actually, mm-hmm. they're not. There's not going to be home and road. They're all they're playing in one or two locations, uh, so it's a ten oh, game I didn't I, I didn't know that they're they're only playing in a couple different. Uh... I believe last I last I read they're not. Uh, I think for this first season they're they're going to get their stuff together and you know and look I think we talked about it before. I'm all for I love new leagues. I love the whole idea, but yeah. I I would like to see somebody come out and do it the right way okay please don't come and show up with teams and uniforms and logos that look like you know you didn't want to pay the nfl for for rights you know you're doing a cheap tv show or something mm-hmm. uh, i want real teams look this and this league has to accept who they're going to be they're going to be a league where fringe players players on the way out can get can get some build up some tape and build up film sure. I should say uh you'll have some some people come out of it and do great you'll have some people uh they'll finish the NFL and they're not going anywhere but they feel they've got another year or two they can go play there and that's fine let's not expect it to be the NFL and I no. think we'll all be fine you know give us a good product on the field don't skimp some teams are going to suck some years, and some teams are going to play fantastic. Well, and it's we, like the NFL. Right. I mean. Right. But let's not make the mistake that every failed league has made. The only uh, – there's only two times 
that a league has, uh, that's not true. That it'd be three times. So far, three times a league has has started and got the uh, the longer, more established league to accept at least some of their teams. The NFL took the AFL in whole cloth. They decided mm-hmm. let's play together as opposed to fighting. Uh, the NHL brought in four WHA teams, right, and uh, and the NBA brought in four ABA teams, right. Uh, it would have been five, but there was some, there was a problem with St. Louis. Uh, I've read the story; I can't remember what it is, but uh, so it. But that can't be the goal, okay? That cannot be the goal. This is not the 1960s. All right, there's a lot of money being involved here. You have to look at the lessons of the past. You need go no further than the USFL itself. They were coming along. They were making progress. And then you let this blonde buffoon who owned the New Jersey Generals mm-hmm. make a big stink about, you know, got the other owners to abandon the spring schedule, skip a year, Skipper Springs, so they could start playing in the fall directly against the NFL. Mind you, this is a league where teams were folding midseason. You know, you've got to establish yourself first. Play your game. Let them come to you if that's... But if that's the ultimate goal, there's no point in doing it now because all you're looking for is an expansion team. Well, it's foolish to, to, to use that as a goal because, let's face it, there's only one... There's only one a franchise in this uh, reincarnation of the USFL where in a city or in a city that doesn't have an NFL uh, franchise. Birmingham. Uh, yeah, Birmingham. Exactly. By, the w- by the way, I watched a video last night that talked about how the Minnesota Vikings almost moved to Birmingham twice. You know, I, I seem to remember hearing that story on a couple occasions. And uh, uh, and it went through the, the, the history Birmingham has, has had a team in every league that's been formed. And they draw well. The World Football League, uh, they were drawing uh, back in the, now this was in the, in the mid to late 70s. They were drawing uh, comparable or better to about half a dozen NFL teams. Mm-hmm. Birmingham is a, is a football crazy town. They're ready. They want football. Yeah, but will the the problem is is can that market can that area? Because uh, let's face it, we're talking about Alabama here, you know, where where the Crimson Tide are are the kings. You know, it's it's like how do you? Yeah, but the Crimson uh, Tide doesn't play all year long. They don't play in the spring. Maybe they do. No, they don't. No. Uh, you can have look. I live in an area where there's nine professional teams. Uh, more than that, 11 if you count the soccer teams. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we've got two, if not three. We have three hockey teams mm-hmm. in the in the uh, metropolitan area. Remember, you're not just drawing from that city. You're drawing from the in, entire whole region. The whole region you're drawing from. And especially football. People will travel for, you know, once a week games. Uh you know, you go to places like uh, Colorado, like Denver. The Broncos have fans all over the 
all over that part. Right. You know, to Wyoming, mm-hmm. Montana, and all that. And people will, you know, they will make those three and four hour drives, make a day of it, make a make a weekend of it. Football, you can do that. Uh, baseball, you can do it too. You make a couple weekend of it. You watch a whole series, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but again, right now, cities themselves aren't really coming into play. Again, they'll be playing in, I think there's two locations. Uh, well, unless Birmingham is one of those locations, because I actually remember seeing a city, or seeing a story, rather, that uh, they had approved using uh, Birmingham Stadium uh, for uh, for play. So that, unless that Birmingham could be... is one of those whole cities. Yeah, uh, that's... Um... I have. A, I want to look into that. I, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not doubting your word, but I'm doubting your word. <laughs> I wouldn't, and you know why? You know why you shouldn't yeah. do that? Because I'm usually right. Oh, well, I'm usually right, and well, you know it. We'll have. We'll have to see. I'm looking for the bottom line. Is I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. Yeah. 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 And and I think we can have some fun with it. Uh, we can do picks. <laughs> we can do picks. Uh, we can do picks. Uh, let's see. I'm, Can't do I'm, any worse than our uh, our experimentation into Canadian football. Yeah. Okay. By the way, for the 2022 season, the USFL will play in one host city, the location of which is yet to be announced. One host city for eight teams. Wow. Yeah, it's not that bad, really, when you think about it. And they're not going to be locked in on Sundays. They'll play like Thursday night games, and you know, yeah. remember that's only four games that you have to schedule every True. week, and uh, you can easily do a doubleheader on Sunday. You can do a Sunday yeah. one o'clock, Sunday one o'clock game, and a Sunday night game, a Saturday game, and you know. So, yeah, I mean, we we can look at doing something. That could be fun. We'll, uh, because Lord knows we won't have anything to talk about in hour two. Uh, I'm without pat- football, look, I'm, forty-five minute. We're forty-five minutes into the hour, and we're still talking football. I am panicking again. Although football season ends, and you know we have a couple of weeks of mild panic, and then we just kind of move on. We just yeah, kind of move that's on what, and that's what do, we do do what we do. I have to overproduce the show and put in content, and John sits there with his feet up, going, "Eh, who cares." That's uh, there. You go. You got it. Feet are as as we speak right now. I wish feet. I could tilt the camera. Feet are up. <laughs> Not just bad leg, but both feet. Oh, both feet. Well, well, you wouldn't want to leave one out now, would you? Right. That exactly. would just that would just be wrong in so many levels. So many levels. All right. I think we beat the beat the football beast to death here. USFL. Right. USFL coming in. Uh, I've actually got it up here. What is it? Eighty. 89 days? Oh, that's right. This is a Fox mm-hmm. thing, too. Uh, 89 days, 11 be, hours. It's going to be spread all... Uh, um, uh, NBC and Peacock are also going to be airing some games, too. So Are they? Yeah. You sure about that? Uh, well, I saw them advertising it in the... Uh, when I was watching the uh, Raiders-Bengals uh, game. The Raiders! Oh, just because they're advertising it there doesn't mean... No, I mean it's in the crawl on the bottom crawler space. Eh? Yeah, they, but they were but, but remember they they cross advertise everybody now. 
and yeah. I mean, you, you're watching the game on Fox Sunday at one o'clock, and they're gonna they're gonna tell you who's playing on CBS at four, yeah. and Monday night and Sunday night and all that. So uh, they've got gotten away from pretending the rest of the pl- broadcast world doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's what the NFL wants: keep promoting, keep promoting. Get, I mean, people are gonna know where the games are, but. Uh, it doesn't say, yeah, it doesn't say anything here, but I'm on the Fox site. So, and the USFL site itself doesn't really have a whole lot of information. But, uh, oh, they announced four head coaches. Let's see what that's about. Uh, 754-800-CHATS. That's 754-800-2428. That's the number if you want to uh, call in here and, and uh, I know you live with in us for a little bit. I know you're living daylights out of me. Oh, come on. You like callers. You know it. I do like callers. I do like callers. I, I'd be loving up on callers. I'm uh but listen, I, I'm I'm look I'm I just happen to be looking at our, our list of remaining videos. Oh my god, John John pays attention. Shocking. Stop the presses. One thing, one particular story I thought was kind of uh, interesting was the fact that uh, old uh, Mike Lindell got oh. uh, his uh, his banks had a message. Uh, two different banks yes. had a message for him. Uh, uh, do you remember you what that message was? Yeah, let's find out. Yeah. Lindell Foundation, Lindell Outreach, uh, my store for all the entrepreneurs. And they want us to leave their bank. They're, you're, what you're going to hear on these recordings are horrific. They because now that you have it's manifested from this, Steve. I, I, they're bringing back a year ago, and all these terrible outlets like the Washington Post, and uh, I just had a call from the Guardian today, and then you have the Daily Beast. All of these outlets now are attacking me, reattacking me again, trying to say I'm some kind of a. Um, Let's subpoena Mike Lindell's records. As you know, I went after Pelosi and that fake committee they got going to scare everybody. And by doing this, now these banks want to get part of the cancel culture. They want to cancel out all of these entities. The biggest one they worry about, Frank's speech, everybody. They want to silence Frank's speech. They want to silence my voice. Lindell TV, there's nine entities on there. Steve, they called me. When they called my controller, I couldn't believe it. What do you? Debanked, debunked, debanked. Oh, come on! You don't <laughs> let me finish, man. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I, 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 I truly sorry. That tweet got it, a, know, it is that, so that, fun. That tweet got a little, uh, got a little, uh, little action there too when I put that out. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna do it, it sure again. Did. I'm gonna do it again where John doesn't interrupt me. Debanked. Debunked, delightful. And I see John is putting stuff up on his own without telling me. Putting up what? I didn't put anything up. Sure you did. I did not. You know how I can tell? How can you tell? Because it wasn't produced. <laughs> well, I'm tell I'm telling you right now that I have not. Stay have not away from anything. the video wall. I have not, I did not upload a single video. You cannot upload stuff minutes before the show and expect me to clean everything up. 
I did. Well, who did? I don't know if you who did slip through. I don't know. Maybe things Gerald. Don't, things don't slip. Maybe through. Gil Christ. Gil. Gil can't even find this desk. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, you should have seen what we went through yesterday as we had to rearrange the room and we had to disturb Gil and his and his homeless encampment. Oh, it was it was something. Uh I see a politics girl up here. Yeah, I do want to get to that. Uh, so let's do that. Uh, John put that up special. It was, it's kind of interesting. What, what, t- tell us what we're about to witness here, John. Well, she's, she's talking about the filibuster. And we're, boy, this is, um, this is a subject here I wish we actually had more time to talk about. Uh, but let's let, uh, let's let our friend politics girl... Uh, uh, go through what she's going to say, and I've, I've got a couple couple things on the other end of that. But it's been brought to my attention that I didn't explain something as well as I could have about the filibuster. And since my entire goal is to inform and inspire people to be more educated about our government and country, I can't let it go. So, for the sake of clarity, I said the filibuster wasn't established until almost 200 years after the Senate was created, when what I should have said was the filibuster as we know it wasn't established until almost 200 years after the Senate was created. My point was that the idea of the filibuster was not in the Founders' plan for the Senate. They didn't say, and if senators don't like the bill, they can just talk on the Senate floor until the time runs out to vote. No. Talking a bill to death was something that senators discovered organically when they realized they could stall or kill bills by talking them until the clock This process of overtopping bills so no one could vote wasn't even given an official name until 1853. And even then, there was no way to stop it until 1917, when senators adopted a rule that would allow a two-third majority vote to stop the filibuster and force a vote. And they called that cloture. Even with cloture, it was still difficult to stop senators from talking bills to death. So in 1975, the Senate lowered the cloture threshold to 60 votes. Today, however, you don't even need to speak, let alone speak for hours and days. You simply need to send an email and say that you're going to filibuster and then all of a sudden the majority party needs cloture to stop it. This is the filibuster as we know it and what I was speaking about in my original post. So although the tactic of using long speeches to delay action in the Senate is as old as the Senate itself, to be clear, that concept wasn't given a formal name until 64 years later, no process to stop it until 128 years later, and wasn't what we know it today until 186 years later. My point remains the same. This isn't what the founders intended for the Senate and it is well past time we move beyond it. But I could have been clearer about it. And that's on me. But now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Filibuster! <laughs> Gotta love her. That's the politics girl. At politics girl there on the Twitter. Now she even has her own uh, podcast these days. So. Well, who doesn't really? Well, this is this is true. We have our uh, own podcast. We're doing it right now. We are, aren't we? Yes, we are. Uh, right now, of, of course, it looks like uh, that uh, President uh, Biden wants to do something about the filibuster at this point in time, uh, either eliminate it or alter it. Uh, unfortunately, he's got a couple of familiar faces in the Senate who are opposing him on this. Uh one of them is uh, is the uh, the dino from West Virginia, there, uh, Joseph Man Double Chin, or Double Man Chin, and uh, he of luxury houseboat and uh, 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 what's what's he driving a Ferrari or something like that? Anyway, Lamborghini. He's got a fancy car. 
exactly. And here's and the other one that I didn't know that much about, uh, the fashion plate herself, Kristen Cinema. Have you seen some of the outfits? Uh, I have. Uh, oh I my have. goodness! And she's only been she's only been in office for a very very short time. Well, I, I hope she's enjoying all that money she's getting from the Republican Party and whoever else is paying her off. Mm-hmm. I look, I still say the answer, at least in short term or not. No, not, not short term, long term goal. Primary them. primary both mansion and cinema. Get them the hell out of there. They are they do not they do not fit within the uh, Democratic Party. Now, hold on a second. Now, hold on a second. I'm not a fan of cookie-cutter politics. I'm not really a fan of vote this way simply because of the color sweater you're wearing. Now, I agree that they're both playing games here. This is not, exactly. about, this is not about any kind of, well, I just see it differently. Okay, I can live with that. I may not like it, but I can live with that. Mm-hmm. I have a different take on it. They're playing fast and loose, and they know it. If if we could turn three Republicans around, then those two become, yes, I want things to get done, and unfortunately we have to use this this slim majority that we have of 51, including the vice president. But these two knuckleheads, no. They're, they're not doing it out of any... Anyway, there's no principle to it. They're there's just they're no, trying to insert themselves as power as uh, power players. No principle you know. to it. And anyway, anyway, that's why I say that's that's the way I I, I would say let, let's uh, you know the Democratic parties in West Virginia and Arizona. Uh, I think it's time to look at at another option. That's right, and John, I'm gonna end it there because before we go i want to get in hey kids and kittens don't forget tune in on saturdays we got a lot going on we've got classic baseball still league baseball two games one o'clock and four o'clock information on what games will be posted during the week we have a sherlock holmes mystery every saturday night at 8 p.m they're 45 minutes they're great uh you're in and out uh and then of course Classic concerts, 10 p.m. Saturday nights, all times Eastern time. Again, the upcoming uh, presentations, we will have promos out for them. So so look for that. Sounds like a hoot. All right, hey, we got another episode uh, going into the can here, literally. So, <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us this week. It's been, it's been real. It's been fun. It's even been mildly fun. For that guy over there, Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon. I got the money. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. 
Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission, and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there.